0: Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast, the show that brings together Michigan's top cannabis growers, advocates, and business owners to offer a fresh and honest perspective of Michigan's cannabis industry. Stick with us to get the lowdown from the people who've been on the ground floor of cannabis business in Michigan and gain insights into where the industry may be heading. Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Besor, and today is episode 55 real excited to have on the luxury loud crew today marco Melanowski and brent castillo thanks for being on fellas.
1: thanks for having us ryan thanks for having us
0: got it and with me today is uh kevin is having some technical difficulties we hope he's going to be able to join us but Uh, thankful we got Tom Beller up in Kalkaska with a a lot of questions. Thanks, Tom. What's going on? (laughs) Hey, good afternoon.
2: (laughs) I'm excited to hear more from these guys.
0: Yep, for sure. So, um, I think, uh, originally, uh, probably the first time we were in the same room together. Marco was, uh, back in 2009, probably in the back of Big Daddy's or something in Oak Park back in the day um with 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 uh you know the whole uh culture i found out when i came down to visit you guys um you know your background so my good friend uh bruce ashley just kept telling me you got to meet uh, you got to meet these guys down in detroit george uh george and the crew so um uh, i was lucky enough to be put in, in contact with you guys and came down and uh and met uh, George and Marco and Brent and toured the place and quickly realized that, uh, you know, these guys have been doing this for a long time. They had a, a, a sweet, uh, sweet vibe and a great brand. And, uh, and the flower was, uh, was incredible. Uh, so, um, I think we hit it off pretty good. And then in the meantime, I know you guys came and supported, uh, the foundation at the uh, party in Pontiac and, um, we're a donor. And from there, um, we kept talking and eventually, uh, um, uh, are now working together, signed a deal and Redemption is going to be bringing some of the Luxury Loud flower to, to a lot of uh, our stores. So I'm super excited and uh, uh, love to hear your guys' uh, story about how you got into cannabis, what you've been doing.
1: And uh, you know from there we can start talking about Luxury Loud. Cool, thanks Ryan. Yeah, we started, um, there's a group of caregivers in Hamtramck in Detroit, uh, back when medical first went into uh, when the law was passed, like 2008-ish, uh, shout out to the guys from Agrotech and F Solventless. Um, but yeah, we started growing in Amtramic in Detroit, and then uh, Big Daddies and Herbal Options were one of the first uh, dispensaries around. So that's where uh, I first met you. Uh, also, Adam Brook was very uh, instrumental in my start in the cannabis game. He was uh, he was my first Super Chronic plug back in the day. I think I was 17 or 18. And he had the uh, super silver haze and a juicy fruit. And I've been friends with Adam for decades and um, he's helped me in so many ways, I can't even explain it. So um, that's kind of the basis. Um, Brent, anything else to add? No,
3: just coming along in 08, I met Marco in uh, I think 2009 and uh, started exchanging information about things. And he kind of showed me the ropes on moving to a bigger scale and what to do next and trading genetics, and going back and forth. and.
0: Everything just kind of clicked from there. That's great, and I, uh, you know, it was it was cool coming down in here and hearing. Uh, I love it when uh, meeting back up with people a decade later or twelve years later and uh, seeing the people that are still uh, kind of made it through the the gauntlet, if you will. You know, like uh, it's yeah, it's similar to
1: backgrounds too, right? What you went through and what I've been through. So yeah, uh,
0: interesting nexus for sure. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, it's fun being around, uh, like uh, you know, like with well, Tom and, and Kevin. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Uh, as well, has been through it, but um, you know, tell us a little bit more about Luxury Loud, the brand, uh, w- what you guys are doing, obviously growing uh, stores, and uh, and how you came about with uh, the name and the attitude.
1: So it's basically music and dope. Um, we love music. We love dope, and. Um... The Soundwave logo kind of was born. I think it was actually 420 last year, or actually 419. Yep. Um, so just came up with that, and then just uh, put a lot of hard work into the branding. Uh, learned a lot about it. There's a lot of a uh, lot of work involved with that. Had some really good help from some uh, mentors of mine, and um, so we just continue to bring our caregiver history into the uh, farm-to-table experience. You know, we grow it, we sell it, we package it here. And then we also provide you so you can uh, spread it across the state Um, we hire from our community we love our community and we also support them and uh, mentor them to do what we're doing because it's a new talent base right we didn't bring a bunch of talent from the suburbs like we hired from the city and we taught these people a new trade so it's it's very fulfilling in that sense right
3: absolutely and the attitude is organic Uh, coming from detroit everything back when you first started off was there was a lot of product around in the city and always has been so you got to be loud you got to put yourself out there to stand out and be known and it just came natural for us and it was like wow luxury log kind of fits with that and music and weed have always mesh together and uh the rest is kicking off from here
0: Nah, uh, i like it and you guys are talking about detroit you guys are uh, right downtown next to the old train station uh, it's going to be the the ford headquarters and it's a, it's, it's a cool spot. And uh, why don't you, uh, I th- found it interesting if you feel comfortable talking about the type of, uh, you know, benefits and, and uh, you know, lifestyle you're able to give your employees. Um, when I heard about what you guys, uh, kind of your, your philosophy on that, that's, that's as good as I've heard.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have um, multiple um, guys that have been through the system and uh, they just needed a second chance. You know, you and I have been there. People have helped us when we were at our lowest point. So helping people through and just showing them that there's a way out if they work hard is uh, just really cool. Um, what else? Um,
3: just everything that we are offering for starting off with employees, like if everything works out, we're offering most of our workers 30, between 36 and 42,000 uh, health benefits and two weeks paid vacation.
0: Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's cool. You're giving somebody a living wage, uh, the health insurance and and hiring in from within. Uh, you mentioned the deal, uh, you know, uh, the redemption deal. We announced it last week and um, I'm super excited about that. The first shipment of flour uh, is up in uh, Frederick, Michigan right now and uh, is going to be getting packaged soon. That talk about, uh, you know, the genetics that uh, you have and, uh, you know, what sets them apart and then and kind of whatever you can can talk about on those. Yeah, uh, ge- yeah
1: mo- all our genetics, I think all of them are imported from West Coast. Uh, we've spent a lot of time in the years past. It's not like we just started now. You know, we've been doing this for a while. So we've, uh, we've always imported genetics, tried them out and uh, just mothered them out and then uh, now bring them to the white market. Other gelato strains, which are the most popular at the moment, as you know, but the runts, the The gushers, gushers, and the mochi. Mochi is a very rare gelato. Fino, I would say it's probably like a form cut Girl Scout cookie with a super berry flavor. Looks just like it, grows like it. Super strong indica. Um,
3: Some people abandon the exotic uh, strains like that sometimes when you're not getting the yield, and everybody's going for straight profit when it comes to yield. But if you know you've got quality, and you know you have something different, you've got to hold on to it, release it, to set yourself apart. And I think we kind of found that with the mochi. You know, we're not it doesn't crush numbers, but the quality is always there. It packs the punch, and it's different, and it's got that smack taste.
1: Yeah, and then the runs and Gushers speak for themselves. Uh, runs probably one of the most popular strains out there right now. Uh, very unique, uh, super frosty, um, super terp numbers too. so what did we hit? Over seven on that one?
3: Yeah, seven percent terps on the runs. Yeah,
1: just over yeah.
4: seven. And
0: then that was uh, and four point three percent of that was the demur- the I never say it right, which is like the sedative, the muscle <laughs> relaxer, and pain reliever. And no wonder everybody likes that so much. So yeah. it's not yeah, all about it, the, the THC.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. You gotta, just got to educate people on that. But yeah, that's uh, that's the Runts and then the Gushers, uh, similar. It's, uh, what is that one, Gelato also?
3: Yep. Times Triangle.
1: Triangle. That's my favorite at the moment. But uh, yeah, super excited for you to have them. They're a uh, super killer. Again, um, that's about it.
4: What's up, guys? It's Kevin uh, Pybus over at True Cannabis. Um, sorry for being a little bit late there. Uh, having some uh, technical difficulties with my computer here, which is always always on time, right? When you're trying to get something done, the, the computer's going to screw up for you. But um, I want to welcome you guys to the Redemption family. I know we're all pretty excited to, to get involved and, and uh, um, try some of the new strains you guys got coming out. Um, I did want to talk to you about, uh, you had mentioned coming up from the uh, caregiver market, just like I did. And uh, I wanted you to maybe talk a little bit about uh, what that experience has been like, uh, how it's been, Um, you know, going from, you know, garage warehouse, small warehouse type grows into these bigger facilities and how you guys have been able to adapt.
1: Yeah, that's been interesting. Uh, The basement is different than a commercial building and then a commercial building is different than this place. You know, a lot of technology involved, um, a lot of good labor needed. Um, The number of packages, I would say, is one big thing, right? Instead of selling 100 pounds in 100 turkey bags, now you have 13,000 jars, right? You gotta make sure everyone is on point. It's a lot of detail and you need a lot of good employees and a lot of good help to make that happen. Um, staying
3: compliant and staying notable, notice of what, what's going on around you in the whole facility uh, from a management and a micromanagement standpoint to make sure nothing gets forgotten, nothing gets overlooked. So I would say there's definitely a big leap when it comes over to it. Um, it can be done, but it takes a lot of, of looking after for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, the politics was also a big hurdle. I'm not going to really get into any of that. Uh, we just continue to do what we've always done and hope for the best. But politics is definitely a, a big part of this. Uh, just getting those cities to uh, to approve that you can do what you want to do. You know, it's, it's definitely a game. Um, training the new talent is also something that's um, a little difficult. It's just different, right? You just have to document everything you do so it's repeatable. So, but I have a history in the automotive industry. I come from a uh, high volume production design so um implementing that into this just like the the merging of the two careers has been really interesting so um yeah big steps for sure from the basement but anyone can do it if they work hard and they have the financing and some political connections too but ryan's real good at that so
2: well you had mentioned uh oh sorry go ahead kevin
1: no
4: go ahead tom you're good
2: now, as you're mentioning SOPs and everything, standard operating procedures and how scaling and uh, you know repeatability is important. Uh, something that we know is coming now with uh, the inevitable uh, federal uh, legalization that will happen is that, uh, you know, getting set up for uh, good manufacturing practices and uh, having things repeatable, having all of your... Uh, all of your processes documented, every, having the data to prove that these things are repeatable. How uh, have you guys implemented these types of things from the get-go or are these things that you feel that people are needing to be um, now like reactive that, that it's coming?
1: Uh, something we need to uh, bring back up. Uh, we do, the one thing that is GMP certified is our uh, harvest equipment from Mobius. It's incredible. Like they're the first one I've seen that's doing that. So yeah, that is definitely coming to the cannabis industry. It, we just need help doing it. The, the, the talent isn't really there, um, like with the quality aspect, but that's something that uh, I'm definitely interested in getting somebody's help with getting that implemented. But it's very important. All that, it's gonna be federally regulated. You're absolutely right.
0: Hey Marco, I uh, we talked about this earlier uh, or yesterday and said it was cool if it brought it up. So, um, it's uh, you guys got an, another big announcement going on with uh, another brand you're carrying, and uh, just so uh, I make sure it's all right to say it again, if you if you want, go ahead and uh, tell us about it and uh, kind of how that
1: works. Yeah, so we're going to be uh, launching a brand with uh, John Sally, so it's his brand, Deuces 22. Uh, he's very active in the cannabis industry, um, he's he's devoted his whole His daughter's career, I think she's like in her 20s, but he wants this to be her career. So he's building this brand, not just the flower, but he's trying to do this whole thing, TV shows, all this. So we're working with him. We're gonna release one strain to start. It's probably gonna be a capstone uh, made by Capulator. Uh, John loves sativas, so I think we're gonna start with a sativa. There will be a cover story in our Detroit. Uh, It was supposed to be the September issue, but it's going to be the uh, October issue. I was just told today it's pushed back one month. But um, yeah, so Deuces 22 is his brand. Uh, He's gonna have flower in eighths and it will be pre-rolls will come soon too, but we'll probably start with one strain. And I think September 22nd will be the first launch of that. So we're pretty excited. He's going to do a lot of promotion. Like he's going to put his whole weight behind it. It's not just going to be like every other celebrity strain, throw their name on a package and disappear. Uh, He's going to put a lot of work behind it. So we're very excited. And so is he. And just happens we're on 22nd Street. So his number was 22. His brand is Deuces Deuces. 22 on 22nd. So it just worked out perfectly, man. Really. I love that it's a
2: long, tall, and stretchy sativa. Yeah. Exactly. Right.
1: Perfect.
0: Uh, Talk a little bit about that. Uh, So you guys, as as you're getting into it, and my business plan has changed over the last uh, five years, many many times. um, But and what and as we go along and learn. But you are partnering with like myself, partnering with John Sally. um, uh, What what's your thoughts behind? Some people only sell their own flower branded on it. Other people are partnering with brands like yourselves and, and also
1: selling what, uh, where are you guys headed? Um, a year ago, I would have said the opposite, like no way I'm selling, I'm putting my name on everything, but you got to adapt, you know, and as, as with uh, what, six months or nine months in the white market, you see, uh, there's different opportunities out there and you got to adapt. So uh, this is the way it's going right now, might be different in a year, who knows, but, um, yeah, we're excited to do something a little different and I think it's gonna work for everybody. It's just uh, kind of like co-branding, right? Get us all out there a little bit more. And um, yeah, that's about it. What and do, do what's
3: best for the company, not what's best for us. And if signing up with these brands helps the company more, then that's what we go for.
0: That's great. How long have, uh, how long have you guys uh, known, uh, I know you guys met back in, i 08, but how long have you guys known uh, George and, and, and the other people involved too?
1: Um, since back then in the agave days, that's where Adam Brooke actually, I used to hang out with those guys at the, that was George's restaurant back in the day. So um, that was 2008 ish. We weren't hanging around back then, but, um, yeah, since back then, it's been a while.
3: Yeah, it's about right, uh, 2009, then we started getting into the, to the bigger things with the cannabis cups. And I remember some of the first hash bashes we went down there and, uh, we had a big old school bus passing out uh, flyers for our dispensary that was in Hamtramck Herbal Options, yep. and uh, pulling up right to the gates, dropping a banner out the side, and uh, getting a real taste of what it was to come, you know, in the cannabis industry. Because that second or third year with the medical cards at the Hash Bash, it was a blast.
1: Yeah, that was the wild wild west, right? When all those dispensaries were open, weight was moving through the stores. That was a good <laughs> it old was, day. It <laughs>
0: was uh, it was insane. Yep, I yeah. I opened opened mine May of ten and uh yeah it was it was a fun couple of years Yep, good times
2: yeah totally different world though you know <laughs> but you uh, know when i entered into this whole into the regulated market the last thing on my mind was marketing branding logos and all of that stuff so a lot of our stuff that we do with real leaf um wasn't really necessarily the first thing that i wanted to focus on obviously we wanted to make sure our flower was a quality that we could get behind more than uh, just a brand and some colors, you know. Um, I'm looking at your website. I wanna ask you about your marketing. Uh, The first thing I see pretty much is uh, your weed sucks, a love story. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Tell me about how my weed sucks.
1: Yeah, so that was, um, the branding thing was not something I was used to either, right, we're used to hiding what I did always. Never had any sort of, um, Instagram or any of that type of stuff. So then realizing that in the white market, you have to do it that way. We had some um, some friends, some family friends, I would say, that have some um, some good branding history. And um, they helped us get that stuff started at the beginning. Like, who are you? And be be honest, right? And that's kind of what they saw that we are, right? Like we're kind of, I don't know what the word is, um, we talk shit. We're kind of irreverent, we're on but our sh- yeah, we're, we're honest, our shoulders, you, know?
3: you know what I mean? And just when everything was coming around two, three years ago with the packaging and all these different strains, and it was like, okay, is this really the strain that's in this package? And it was kind of the whole, you know, all show no go. You start to see this packaging coming out years ago and you get so excited about it. And then you get it and it was, it was, it was, you know, run flat on the inside. So yeah. if it's going to be true, stay true to it. Yeah, yeah, so shitty. that's kind
1: of how those guys interpreted it. So it's like, yeah, yeah. okay. We're not saying right. we're the best. We're just good. You know, there is no best,
2: right. I don't think. Right. We're just Appreciate
1: good. It. We're just dogging the MSOs, basically.
2: Oh, I got you. I feel you on that. Crappy weed in a pretty box, man, that I understand the disappointment with that.
1: Yep, polishing a turd. <laughs> so uh,
0: what... what uh can you talk about any, uh, any new products? I know you guys have been selling flour, uh, anything else, uh, that's coming.
1: Uh, yeah, we just got a blunt hit the market. We're super excited about that. A lot of, uh, R and D with that one, a lot of research and development, a lot of trips to Cali, um, studying El Blunto for like four years ago, just seeing that product with the glass tip it was just fantastic. So for us to finally get this on the market, we're super excited about it, especially being where we are. Um, but it, it burns great. It's, it's fucking killer. So super stoked about that. Uh, anything else? New strain,
3: there? we got a new strain that'll be coming up in the next few months for sure. Um, it's going to be uh, Gushmints is what will be coming up. Uh, really looking forward to that. High numbers across the board on everything. So we'll be looking out for it.
1: Yeah, Gushers times F1 Derb times... Cushman's. Cushman's. So super stoked about that. That's one of Purple City's latest. They just dropped it like six months ago. So we got out there and uh, flew the cut back in. So. Super stoked, that's always a fun trip, uh, bringing that in. <laughs> it's always fun. And then to see it happen, and happen here first time, we're stoked. I think we're in like week five of flower, so we'll have a sample soon.
3: Yeah. Pretty stoked. First sample internal R&D badge, if you will.
2: Absolutely. Not hitting okay. the
3: streets of the stores for a couple months.
2: How do you guys choose what strains to run?
1: Um, I've had these for years. Um, we just knew that these were the killer on the quality side. Um, now when we see new ones we just have some uh some guys out west uh wick family farms a friend of ours justin uh he's super integrated in the scene more than anybody i know so when he calls me and tells me i got this i say okay i'll take it we give it a shot yeah and then um just word of mouth i guess but yeah typically from uh we get word from out there yeah that's
0: that's sweet what uh What's uh, what's what goes into your blunts, and is there anything uh, you know, as far as is it is it is it gonna be those strains of the flower? They infuse anything
1: on them? Uh, no infused. Right now we just have I think runs and gushers at the moment. Um, we'll probably throw the mochi in there as well, but we just started with runs and gushers. The runs blunts. So yeah. blunts with a Z. Uh, just gotta oh get man. on the trademark on that real quick. All right. Yeah. What no. uh, when is that hitting? Uh, we just put it on the shelves a couple of days ago. Yep,
3: it's in. Uh, it's on our store only right our now. Our store
1: only right now. Uh, we're still undecided on the wholesale. Are yeah, you guys not concerned
2: about Mars Corporation and uh, and and runts using the the term runts at all?
1: Um, yeah, it is a concern for sure. Um, but if I just use blunts, B L U N T Z, and just keep well, the runs out, sure, that's it. Yep, Here you go. There's how's blunts. it been? How's it been? Uh, people have been finding out about. It. Uh, We've just had a lot of R&D with it. I really haven't looked at the sales, honestly, yet. No, it's only been a few days uh,
3: in in the storefront. So we'll be looking into that coming up in the next uh, couple of
0: days. I almost want to drive down now. Um, What uh, as far as like uh, some of the I I know I've been following you guys now and watching what you're doing. You guys definitely get some celebrities and sports stars and different types of people in Detroit. Tell me a little bit about like uh, with that and how that happens. And how do you guys know so many people?
1: Yeah, our our boy, Double D, he's, uh, I guess, our brand ambassador. Um, When people come to Detroit, they want to go to the hip spots. And uh, this is one of them. So he's been working with us for a while. Um, He's super into the music scene and music, luxury, loud, the whole thing just worked. Um, I think he actually knew Golf Clap, the DJ that we used on our hype video that we made a year ago. And I think that's how he found us, actually.
3: Yeah, we had, uh, we had made the hype video of our facility that's on our Instagram page, and it kind of shows the grow before we brought any plants in. Just a quick overview of the facility before we started bringing uh, actual living plants in. And we got the uh, song from Golf Clap, that is the soundtrack for the video. Uh, Double D Daryl, uh, who does marketing with Golf Clap, he was worked with Death Row Records uh, way back in the day, and then has just done a lot of uh, concert promotions, uh, celebrity promotions since then. So when people fly into Detroit and they're looking for something to do, or they want to take tours beforehand, their show, or they say, what's going on in the city of Detroit? He looked at our brand, liked what he saw and said, this is a place that I want to bring people through to Detroit. Yeah, and it he makes, looked,
1: he worked for Bump Box too. So that's how we got the connection to make that pager and whatnot. So uh, pretty dope.
0: And that, yeah, I've, uh, I loved it. That was, uh, I think that might've been the highest selling item at the, uh, the, at the auction at the, the fundraiser too. Oh, uh, Jason over at Detroit buds got it. So, yep. no, def- definitely like it. What's yeah? I know you guys have been mentioning Detroit a lot. Tell us a little bit about what it's like operating in Detroit medical only. You know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's probably it's, it's it's a frustrating situation at times. And how has that affected the business as far as not being able to go rack?
1: Uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Um, it just stops us from growing, uh, but we'll get there eventually. We're still able to provide jobs in the city. Uh, we could provide more if the city uh, did a little bit more, but um, it will happen soon. So, uh, not Only is is tough, but uh, rec will come. Rec will come.
3: Yeah, we just got to be patient and know that the, the people of Detroit want it, so it will happen. Um, right now, it's just a question of when.
1: Yeah, they voted it in, so they'll get it. Um, other than that, we really don't like to comment on stuff like that. You know, we just, we've yeah. always we keep doing what we do. We support the community and we hope for the best, so.
3: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Nice, what, um, as far as like, uh, I've been been telling a lot of people about it and excited and uh, probably double double talking uh, on the, the amount of terpenes and the runts and then also in the, the true OG, which is even higher. Um, what, uh, you know, like what's the highest you guys have seen and what I know on the market, I haven't really been seen at that high. So what, what do you attribute that to obviously the genetics, but is there yeah, the genetics,
1: over? I have never seen it that high. Even uh, Justin who grows it out West. He, that's where I got the true OG from, from uh, Derek Howard, uh, founder of elemental wellness, a mentor of mine helped me, taught me a lot about the white market about four years ago um he passed away a couple months ago but he's the one who gave me that strain um they haven't even seen numbers that high on that one i didn't even notice it until after i saw doghouse posted a five percent strain i was like oh let me look at mine and i didn't even realize it was that high and uh, uh, the contribute to
3: environment in our rooms. Yeah, the environment um, for sure. That's what we always focus the most on when growing over here at Luxury Lounge. What I spent, we spent the most money on that because when
1: you have that stable environment, that constant VPD, the plant grows the best and the, the best traits come out. So um, just the black market history or the gray market, I should say, we've all had AC issues, right? It's such a pain in the ass. So I said, we're going to spend the most money on environment here to keep that environment constant to let it produce the best for years to come, right? Because it's a production, of, it's a production facility, so you got to invest in your equipment. So I attribute it to the environmental control plus the genetics for sure. And
0: speaking of that, uh, you know, I remember back, I haven't been able to grow since 2012. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it again, but uh, I remember, you know, in, in 11 and 10 and even before that, the storm was coming power goes out i'm worried about 36 plants and a little generator you guys had a little uh little issue uh
1: on a, a lot bigger scale the other uh, the other week tell me uh tell me about that yeah that was fun we've been through that one before um yeah it's just the worst time for anything to happen is is when it's in the drying process um and unfortunately that was that time but we had a we had a sop in place for what happens and you bring in um, and a good team a good team and an sop you put the, Dehumidifier in there, you slow it down, and uh, you still pass medical testing, which is huge. I mean, we had no power for three days, and we had hundreds of plants in the building, uh, quarter million dollars of weed hanging, and we got through it. So, uh, a good team plus SOPs makes that happen. But that was uh, it was pretty incredible. So yeah, the generators and the power, man, it's it's crazy. It's really really expensive, but you got to have it. But you also got to have good people. So we're lucky enough to have that.
3: Shout out to the luxury loud team for sure
4: what was that power outage just from the storm that came through or, or yeah that was that kind of... storm
1: and it was three days and it was crazy yeah the phones weren't working either you know what i'm saying so you couldn't call each other but uh yeah and being where we are too uh interesting <laughs> so uh, we just sat here all weekend put in shifts and yeah almost three full days yeah. crazy
4: yeah i uh i melted my uh my wires uh, last july july 4th of july weekend right and uh so for four days no power uh, had generators up here like you're doing or we're doing, scrambling to get DUs in there just to try oh, to yeah. keep the rooms in a an environment so we just don't mold out, you know. And yep. uh, you yep. know it, the the crazy things we have to go through in this industry, you know. Uh, people sometimes just don't even understand.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it's fun times, but yes, it's pretty crazy. So you got through, so you melted wires inside your building or outside?
4: Well, we've melted both at two different Outless. occasions, but this time <laughs> this <laughs> time it's just. Too. It I just happened to be inside, you know what oh I mean? Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, it's never fun. It always happens at the most unopportune time when you you know it's, are It's always it's fun crazy.
1: With the uh the contractors that you have to use when you're in the gray market too. It's always you can't just call the big companies, you know, so it's always like uh yeah, like the, the cast from the Pirates of the Caribbean is like the guys we're calling to fix our buildings and shit, you know. But now we
3: yeah. can call pros. Makes it nicer.
4: Yeah, I, I remember uh, one time we melted some wires on a building um, and uh, we could see it on the cameras. It was during the gray time, you know, obviously. And uh, you could see the Transformers just blowing down the block. Boom, 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 boom. And it was—it looked like Armageddon. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like everybody hide, start tearing the grow down. You know what I mean? Uh, like it oh, was yeah. pure, oh, yeah. pure on panic, you know? Oh, yeah. Time
3: oh, yeah. to call oh, Uncle yeah. Sparky.
1: Yeah yeah but that panic back then maybe made us not panic this time but yeah that's funny the transformers that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> well uh appreciate it guys we got
0: a little bit of a late start today so uh um and I, I have a, a heart out here in a little bit so i wanted to let uh kevin and tom and uh you know uh, say uh say goodbye and then uh use you, you and uh you as well marco and brent so uh, tom take it away
2: yeah it's great to uh, meet you guys looking forward to working with you more in the future and learning more about your stuff i definitely want to try those runs uh, or blunts you know as soon as they're available but uh i'm sure we'll be seeing each other around it's good to get some background to what you guys got going on for sure thanks tom
1: yeah thanks for your time guys anytime we'll always be around so if anybody wants a tour come on down show you around
4: cool cool take you up on that yeah, definitely want to take you up on that. Sounds like you guys got uh, some cool shit going on at your facility. So definitely love to check that out. And uh, yeah, um, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on the show today. Sorry, uh, I got a little bit delayed getting on. Um, but uh, appreciate you guys being patient there. Um still to be the people time, man.
3: It's yeah, we, all Yeah, up, yeah. yeah, yeah all right. Up. For
4: sure for sure but um i'm glad you guys got through that uh that that power issue that's awesome to hear um and i wish you guys all the best welcome to the family uh looking forward to work with you guys on some redemption stuff so uh uh looking forward also to meet you guys in person so take thanks, care Matt. good luck guys yep So sure, we'll start okay, so thanks, thanks, man. thanks
3: kevin
0: yep marco and Brian anything you want to say to the to our uh, our audience
1: uh no i'm good
3: <laughs> um, everybody that wants to come out check out one of those blunts 2520, 22nd street luxury loud uh detroit michigan um we stay loud we stay proud come smoke with us
1: love it
0: i love it thanks guys uh i'm super excited to uh to be uh to having the the and and the genetics and to be working with you guys and uh it's been it's been a, a great uh, reception uh since the announcement so appreciate it and we'll see everybody next week The Smoke and Rope Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ryan Basor, the owner of Redemption Cannabis. Have ideas for episode topics or would like to be a guest on the show? Contact us at ryanv at redemptioncanna.com. Thanks for being along for the journey.